Weird AF News, where weirdos come to raise an eyebrow or two or get a few laughs with your host, Comedian Jonesy. A man in a viral photo buying over $500 worth of Girl Scout cookies has been arrested on drug dealing charges. A study finds that gin and tonic lovers are more likely to be psychopaths. And John Wayne, who's been dead for 40 years, sparks social media outrage over a 1971 Playboy interview that he did. These are the weird stories for today. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. A man in a viral photo buying over $500 of Girl Scout cookies has been arrested on drug dealing charges. An indictment issued says Dietrich Lee McGowan, also known as Fat, which is a terrible nickname. And I'm looking at the photo of him. He's not fat at all. I don't know where he got this nickname. <laughs> maybe, maybe they call him fat because he just likes Girl Scout cookies. He's one of several suspects in an ongoing drug investigation. This is in Greenville, South Carolina. So this South Carolina man bought more than 120 boxes of Girl Scout cookies to help the Girl Scouts escape the cold has been arrested on drug charges. The news outlets report the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency says 46-year-old Dietrich Lee McGowan was arrested on charges including conspiracy to distribute fentanyl and cocaine. The agency says McGowan is the same man who appeared in a viral photo that garnered thousands and thousands of shares and views online when he bought Girl Scout cookies to get the girls out of the cold. And this photo is lovely. You would look at him and you say, you know what? This guy doesn't look like a drug dealer whatsoever. He looks like a an upstanding citizen of the community who was just trying to get these girls out of the cold. Lovely man. What a great smile. The girls are pleased. They got to go inside and drink hot cocoa by the fire and warm their tootsies. And they sold all their cookies. They probably broke the record. The mother of one of the girls, Kayla Dillard, shared the photo on Facebook saying, this man in the photo, paid $540 in cash for all these girls' cookies so they could escape the cold outside a store near Greenville, South Carolina. She said she didn't get the man's name, but she shared the photo. The photo goes viral, but apparently, I think, unfortunately for this guy, they probably even used the photo to catch him. They're like, ah, yeah, we see he's buying cookies all over this town. <laughs> poor, poor guy. An indictment was issued. It says McGowan, is, who's also known as Fat, is one of the several suspects in this ongoing drug investigation, he and 10 other people conspired to import drugs from Mexico. They're still searching for one of the suspects. The vice president of recruitment and marketing of the Girl Scouts Corporation of South Carolina, Karen Kelly, says their organization will cooperate with the authorities. She says, she said in a, a Tuesday statement that the organization had no reason to believe that Mr. McGowan was, quote, anything other than one of our valuable customers. McGowan was being held in a detention center. It's unclear if he has a lawyer. They always tell you. They want to tell you that it's unclear if he has a lawyer. <laughs> it's important. We all want to know. We want to get to the bottom. I don't care if he has a lawyer. I want to know what his favorite flavor of cookie is. I really do. Is it Thin Mint? <laughs> Samoas? What is it? I like, I'm a Thin Mint guy myself. Come on, Fat. What do you like? I love how the Girl Scout lady's like, yeah, we're, we're going to cooperate with the authorities. What could you possibly know that's going to help them bust this guy? <laughs> you mean, <laughs> you say he you say he was really, uh, he really bought a lot of Thin Mints? Okay, so we're going to look for a suspect that likes Thin Mints. <laughs> you don't know anything. 
<laughs> he was just, we just thought he was one of our valuable customers. Yeah, he's a record-breaking customer. He, no one's probably bought that many cookies before in such a short, spontaneous time moment. I'm sure you're very pleased about this man. And, and you know, the photo going viral just helps your cause. It's great. What a lovely man. You know, drug dealers, they're, they're, they're good people. I've had a lot of experience with drug dealers myself over the years. I have had a lot of friends that were drug dealers. I'm not going to lie. I, at one point, do, do, was dealing drugs myself. Hey, I'm not proud of it, but you got to pay the bills sometimes. Um, but what a, what a lovely man. I'm sorry to see him go away forever. <laughs> terrible. Oh, man. This stuff is so crazy. <laughs> one moment you're in a viral video or a viral photo, the next minute the feds are on you. <laughs> it's crazy. We live in a crazy world. A study finds that gin and tonic lovers are more likely to be psychopaths. Now, I'm very offended by this because I myself am a gin and tonic drinker. I'm not going to lie. I'll probably drink anything you put in front of me. But I really do love gin and tonics. It's one of my favorite summertime beverages. You know, that and a mojito. Those are cooling drinks. They really cool you down. I love gin and tonic. Damn, man. Does this mean I'm a psychopath? I had a hunch I was a psychopath, but... And by the way, thanks again, science, for really pouring money into an area that we really need to get to the bottom of, you know, with all these, um, with all these serial killer Netflix <laughs> documentaries. I, I was kind of wondering when you were going to start doing some studies to help us find out who these people are before they, go on their, before they go on their journeys in life, you know. Good to know that now I, we can probably just arrest everybody drinking gin and tonic at the bar. <laughs> no, no, waste of time, science. I've said it a million times. Science is just waste. These studies are out. It's out of control. These studies are so useless. This is th- this is not science, man. It's not. The article begins by saying, guess we're all psychopaths then. Yeah, well, no, because I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of people do not like gin and tonic. I, there's, it has a particular taste and a lot of people do not like it. I've been told this because all the times I've ordered gin and tonic, I've had fr- so many friends go, you drink that? Ew, gross. Like, you don't know. No, this is great. Gin is definitely having a moment, the article says, with everyone and their mother and their mother ditching the vodkas and wines in favor of the sweet liquor. What? I don't find people ditching vodka and wine for gin. I do not find that. And I don't find gin to be a sweet liquor. No. So as someone once told me, and I agree, it tastes like a Christmas tree. Uh, <laughs> but I like it. The new research reveals there's a specific type of personality that is more drawn to this drink, gin and tonic, apparently. Psychopaths to be exact. The Austrian study found that those who prefer bitter flavors like black coffee, dark chocolate, gin and tonic are more likely to possess traits that indicate Machiavellianism, psychoticism, and narcissism. Come on, really? As I sip my bitter black iced coffee. (laughs) I made homemade cold cold brew. I love all of these things. I guess I'm a... I guess I'm a Machiavellian psychotic narcissist. Is that what you're going to say? I have a little bit of narcissist in me. I, I admit to this. Nobody's perfect. Of course I have a little bit of narcissism in me. I'm a stand-up comic. I think that people want to pay to hear me talk on a microphone. That's a little bit of narcissism. I agree. But psychotic? I question this research. The research is at the, oh, what university? Innsbruck University. What, what university is wasting their time and money? It's called Innsbruck University. They carried out two tests on 953 subjects. Well, 
I'm going to tell you right now, I would have loved to have been one of those subjects. No one's asking me to drink gin and tonic for science. I would have drank many a gin and tonic to help you with your study. No one reached out to me. It's the only thing good about this study, okay? Because the data is, is stupid and can be tossed out. The only thing good about this study was that almost a thousand people got to drink free gin and tonics. <laughs> That's the only thing that was productive. 953 subjects, men and women, sampled different foods that were sour, salty, and bitter and were asked to grade each item on a scale. The participants also answered personality questionnaires that gauged their emotional stability. The study says, quote, super tasting, that is, having a high sensitivity to bitter compounds, has been consistently linked to increased emotionality in humans and rats. Come on. Bitter taste experiences were shown to elicit harsher moral judgments and interpersonal hostility. And then the article ends by saying, cheers to that. That's all I get for the information. People who like bitter stuff have a personality, emotional, are highly emotional. This is, this is ridiculous. I, I don't buy any of this. I really, really don't. I love these things. I know a lot of people who enjoy their coffee black. I don't find them to be psychopaths. That's just me. That's me doing my data. Oh, a helicopter is about to crash into my head. Do you enjoy gin and tonics? Do you enjoy bitter things like, you know, black coffee? And do you at the same time have psychotic Machiavellian type thoughts? I want to know. I'm going to say this is BS. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say a lot of people love these things. I'm going to say most of these people love these things. Maybe not gin and tonic, but they were trying bitter stuff. IPAs. These are. This is a beer that is now beloved by many, many Americans. People are going crazy over IPAs, which are so bitter. Are you going to say they're all psychopaths? I don't like IPAs myself. I don't. I. I find them. I don't like them. I find them to be too bitter. Um, but that's that's kind of like, you know, there are fashions in the uh, in the in the beverage industry, and it's very fashionable right now to drink IPAs. At least it is in Southern California, man. People are crazy about this. I asked somebody about it. He said that's because they go well with marijuana, these IPAs. Sounds, that makes sense to me. My point is, lots of bitter is everywhere. People are enjoying bitter things. This doesn't mean we're psychopaths. This study is BS. These Austrian scientists, researchers, stop wasting your money. <laughs> Although I would have, I admit, I would have loved to have been a part of this study. I would have drank tons of gin and tonics, ate Really dark chocolate. Oh, by the way, I love dark chocolate. The darker, the better. I go for like 90%, 80% pure dark chocolate. I mean, I'm totally down with that. I love it. Anybody else? Where are my bitter folks at, baby? You crazies, you psychopaths. Oh my God. Call the police. Yay! John Wayne, who has been dead for 40 years, sparks social media outrage over a 1971 Playboy interview. Make no mistake about it, John Wayne was not by any means a bleeding-heart liberal. However, given the shocking reaction from many this past week, stemming from some old comments Mr. Wayne gave more than four decades ago, it seems like progressive millennials really thought the Duke was one of their own. I thought the 1971 interview Wayne gave to Playboy magazine was well-known and infamous for its bluntness and the way that Mr. Wayne came off as being utterly bigoted towards African Americans, Native Americans, and homosexual couples. Why must social media be up in arms about it today? The article asks. What's the point of it resurfacing almost 50 years later? Does this just prove that people have absolutely no idea how racist things were back in the day? It's not like there aren't any other interviews where you can unearth racist-filled diatribes 
from well-known celebrities stemming from back in the day. One has just got to go back and find them online and read them. Just a little bit of knowledge. America has a history of extreme racism, if you didn't know. Now an LA Times writer is calling for Wayne's name to be stripped off of Orange County Airport. Outrage culture has gone out of control, folks. That's what the article says. Here's a sampling of what Mr. Wayne had to say. Playboy, what kind of films do you consider perverted? John Wayne says, Oh, easy, rider. Midnight cowboy. That kind of thing. Wouldn't you say that the wonderful love of those two men in Midnight Cowboy, a story about two fags, qualifies? But I don't get... But don't get me wrong, as far as a man and a woman is concerned, I'm awfully happy there's a thing called sex. It's an e- it's an extra something God gave us. I see no reason why it shouldn't be in pictures. Healthy, lusty sex is wonderful. Do you, do you guys hate my John Wayne impression? So he drops the F-bomb in the first question by saying the, 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 um, the F-word there. He doesn't like gay men having any sex. What's crazy was I just watched Midnight Cowboy, um, and I learned something about myself. I learned that I, I just rewatched it because I, I, man, I love movies from the seventies. I rewatched Midnight Cowboy over the weekend and realized I, I love movies that uh, have have unhappy endings. <laughs> that movie has an unhappy ending when Dustin Hoffman dies in that bus seat, and they're like, "That's the end of the movie." I'm like, oh, holy shit! I loved it. Here's another one from Playboy. Playboy says, Angela Davis claims that those who could revoke, who would revoke her teaching credentials on ideological grounds are actually discriminating against her because she's black. Do you think there's any truth in that? John Wayne says, with a lot of blacks, there's quite a bit of resentment along with their descent and possibly rightfully so. But we can't all of a sudden get down on our knees and turn everything over to the leadership of the blacks. I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. I don't believe in giving authority and position of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. Okay, so in the first, in the first quote, he's, he's, putting, he's putting down uh, gays and in the second one... Um, African-American people in this 1971 Playboy interview. And I know people are outraged about it. This individual wants to take his name off the airport. They pre- this, prob- this person probably wants to take his star off the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I think that's a waste of time. I really do. I think it's a waste of energy. I feel like uh, you, know, you could put, your, you could put your, your energy to better use than doing this stuff. Then digging up these old quotes from people. What did they say? Something about Mark Twain mentions the N-word and Huck Finn or something, and they want to take his... Somebody was pushing to take those that book out of school curriculum. I think, but I think... I think you have to leave these things in. I think this is important. I mean, it's important to see how far we've come, and how do you see how far we've come? How do you appreciate where we're going and, you know, and, and, and what... And the progress that we've made if, you, if you're erasing history, and you, you know... Um, yeah, John Wayne said these things. My, uh, no doubt my grandfather said similar things. Our, all of our ancestors, if you were a white individual in this country, probably said such things at a certain time. This is like, this is how it is. This is how you, this is what history is. History is, there's some ugly things in our past. I mean, think of all the things that the church has done. And I don't see us pulling down cathedrals. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, we learn from our mistakes. We move forward. And, uh, and this is why I don't agree with pulling down the statues of those people in the South either. There's a lot of 
or in the north, wherever you want to pull people in the north want to pull down statues of people in this or no, they want to pull down the statues of certain generals in the south who are for the south, which was a pro-slavery point of view. But I, I look at I'm, I'm not I'm not for slavery, and I'm obviously very pleased that the north, you know, came out on top, and we we moved we moved on from that. That was a dark time. But I don't, I'm not an unreasonable human being. I don't, I don't say go down and pull down those statues of the people that were pro-slavery. This is important. Someone walks by a statue. Who is this individual? This was someone who was pro-slavery. This was someone who was pro, who was a general for the South, et cetera, et cetera. People learn from this. Oh, wow. We've come a long way, haven't we? Yes, we have. That was a time. We shouldn't, you don't, uh, you don't take a dry erase situation to our history. That doesn't make any sense. What am I trying to say? You don't take a you don't take a, a, an eraser and just go back in time and, eh, 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 and take out. Let's just take these people out. Let's just take these events out because we we don't agree with them today. This is important. It's important to know where you come from. It's important to be educated. It's important to have a perspective. You cannot have perspective if you're erasing history and events within it. Now I'm not saying this guy wants to erase history by taking John Wayne off the thing, but in a sense, this is—he's—he's he's sort of this person is part of a of a movement that I've seen to do such things, and that's why I'm—that's why I'm saying erasing history, which is, you know, related to this. This, this is a bad approach. D- does anyone agree with me? Am I have I lost my mind? I would love to hear your point of view about this. You can't. Can you blame John Wayne? Have you have you seen what these old people say crazy shit, man? Even old people today that are still alive, they still have a whacked out view. This is how it is. It takes time for these people to catch up and a lot of them never do. Never do. And this is part of progress. This is what's great about death is that <laughs> is that old people with with archaic uh non-functional points of view, they die off. That's great. That's what we need. Bye with your bad point of view, you dummy. Bye bye. This is what I love. That's what I love about death. You know, these we got these old people that are in Congress. You know, and these guys, these people have their 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 position, and they don't. They're there till death. And I love. I hate that they're there till death, but that that makes me like, oh, first of all, it's frightening. Frightening that you got old people making decisions like that because these people, a lot of these people's points of view are, you know, old, <laughs> and they need to go. So when they die off, and I love that, but I'm not about to take. I'm not about to jump on the whole, you know, erase history bandwagon. Which is there are some people out there that are onto that. But I, I leave it up to you, weirdos. I've I've been been rambling too much on this topic. I'm sure you have a point of view of this and an opinion yourself. Please call the show. I would love to hear from you. Six four six four five zero twenty twelve. Please apologize for my long rant on this particular story. Well, well, my weirdos. I did a story yesterday about uh, blind people hunting that sparked some response from you, and I love it. Owen Parkin writes, Hello, while I usually tend to agree with you, Jonesy, today is not one of those cases. First off, blind people get so much more than the feeling of firing a gun when they're hunting. For example, just knowing that you were the one who shot the food that is on the table that night. For some blind people, it's also a tradition thing. My family has hunted for many, many years. And not to be able to partake in the hunting with them just because you're blind just doesn't fly with me. How do I know this? Because I am a fully licensed active blind hunter in Canada. I do it exactly the way outlined in the article you you read on the show. 
Someone, obviously a sighted person, lines up the gun for me and I pull the trigger. I hunt both moose and deer in the fall as well as take part in the spring and fall turkey hunt that is offered here in Ontario. And while I do agree that this bill is probably a waste of time, I see no reason why people like me should not be able to partake in hunting. I really hope I've given you a new perspective on blind hunters, Owen. Yes, you have, Owen. You've given me a new perspective on blind hunters. This is fascinating. I love this. I'm grateful that you wrote in to me. I never thought in a gazillion years that I would actually hear from someone who's blind that hunts. This is outstanding. Oh, I love this show. I love what happens. I do a show. I, I do a story. I give my opinion. I'm an idiot. Someone writes in, gives me a whole new perspective on it. Yes, yes. I like it. You, you have, an, you have a, a sighted person assist you. Very safe, it seems. Uh, and you're into it. This, this, this brings meaning to your life. I'm happy that you were able to do that. I do question, uh, I still question the lawmakers trying to, wasting their time with pushing through what seems to be technological devices to help people, which I don't know about that. I like it that a person helps you. I think that's obviously much better. Can't have a blind person walking around alone out there with a gun and some sort of GPS. I, I can't, I can't support that. But yeah, the way that you're, that you do it. And, uh, you know, obviously this is, this is important to you. I also heard from my buddy Ryan, who uh, is very active in Weird AF News. He sends me a, a lot of the Florida articles, and he lives in the Pacific North, Northwest, and he is a hunter himself. He says, that listen to your episode. I've hunted. I shoot things with guns. Um, he goes, and by the way, if you ever want to go, I'm going to take you. My parents have property out in the mountains. Ryan, I will take you up on that offer. Um, I've never hunted before, uh, and so uh, I would try it. I want to try everything in life before I die, for the most part. Uh, he says, that all being said, Jonesy, blind people hunting scares the living shit out of me. How does someone make a sound in the woods that's not like a deer? Or a rabbit? I guess he's alluding to the fact that you could be walking through the woods and a blind person could shoot you because who can not sound like a deer? I get that. Okay. Um, and then, what if the blind person wants to slay a bear? You're going to tell me that without seeing, you're going to trust this technological device and equipment to land you a bear? That's some balls there, because if the instruments don't land you the bear right away, you're dead. I guess what he means is if you have a technological device and you're shooting and it's not accurate and you miss the bear, the bear is going to just run at you and you're dead. I, 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 see, I see that that could be a problem. Uh, he says, I see this as a hazard to everyone in the woods at the moment, to be honest. To be honest, the fact that there's no laws requiring sight to, ob to obtain a hunting license, again, scares me as well. I think that's weird too. Um, but hey, you know, uh, people get something out of it. Obviously, my listener, Owen. So for Owen and, and people like Owen who are, have a, are sight impaired and want to participate in hunting, do the thing. I'm also concerned though about these technological devices. I don't know much about them, so I don't know how accurate they are. And I, I hope, I hope that they don't, I hope that people aren't like, oh, you have this little device, uh, blind hunter. Now you can go on your own into the woods and do it. No, I, I think, I think we got to go with the, you know, the way that Owen does it, which is going with a friend or a buddy or a relative and they and they assist you. I think that's the way to do it. But then again, I don't know everything about the situation. I don't know about these devices. So, but I love to hear from people on this on on these kinds of things. And the fact that I heard from someone who actually does this is outstanding to me. Uh thank you so much for for uh emailing emailing me. If you guys want to email the show, please do so. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. I've put the number out there as well if you want to call. If you have an opinion on these things. 
like hunting and John Wayne. Or if you just want to call and tell me that my John Wayne impersonation was shit, I'm okay with that as well. Because uh, that was kind of the first time I've ever done a John Wayne impression. So um, I don't know how, I don't know if I'm satisfied with it myself. I got to practice these things. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Funny Jones. See the shows that I'm doing. Maybe I'm coming to your area. I'm performing in San Francisco next month. I'm going to Reno next month. If you live in these places, come and see me. Follow me on Twitter at Funny Jones and Facebook. It's Comedian Jonesy. Join the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. And you can give a little bit to Weird AF News. You can be a patron of the arts. Doesn't that make you feel good inside? It should, especially if you listen to this every day. If Jonesy brings some value to your life, kick Jonesy a couple bucks a month. Why not? Contribute to my coffee fund. I appreciate that. The more bitter things I drink, apparently the more psycho I become. <laughs> I had no idea. Contribute to Jonesy's <laughs> beer intake. Why wouldn't you? Don't you love me? I love you. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You get bonus episodes. You get my free album download. I just <laughs> uh, I just posted, what did I post? Oh, a behind-the-scenes video of where I record Weird AF News in my studio. So you get all that stuff. I put up crazy shit on there all the time. Just extra stuff for you as a patron that you get. Check it out. Sorry about the long episode today. Sometimes I get crazy. It's the caffeine, guys.